Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Hey there, everybody. You're listening to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skistad, just kicking off our morning, and we're going to talk a little bit about what we played over the weekend. For many of you, uh, your gaming groups get together on the weekends, and for others of you, your gaming groups get together at the beginning of the week, like Monday or Tuesday. Um, Fortunately for me, I, I get a little bit of both, but we are going to talk about what we played over the weekend, but we also want to talk about some things that are hot on Kickstarter right now, and there are plenty of things going on on Kickstarter, so we're going to talk about a few of those today. Make sure that you know about them so that you can get in on them if you want to while there's still time, and some time is running out for some of these games, so uh, hopefully after you listen to some of our broadcasts today, you'll get a chance to check them out and go over there and see if anything interests you. But... For now, let's talk about what we played over the weekend. I was with my family this weekend uh, for a birthday party, and we got one of my favorite party games to the table called Wits and Wagers. Wits and Wagers is a numbers, it's, it's, a, it's excuse me, it's a trivia game where all the answers are number-based, except for the fact that most of the questions are extremely difficult to answer. Hardly anybody would know the answer to them. For instance, one of them might be, um, how many libraries are in the United States according to data collected in 2015? That's ridiculous. So what you really need to do in this game is think, okay, how many states are there? Um, okay, 50 states. There's at least 50 libraries. Okay, then you got to think about how many libraries are in my city alone? Okay, there's so, and you go on and you try and figure out these numbers. Everybody puts their number down, and then you put them in uh, order from least to greatest. And they're on a track, and, and, and the least one will have like a four to one payout, and the highest one will have a four to one payout. But as you get closer into the middle, the payout is lower, like two to one um, and three to one. Um, so what you got is you got two, you got two chips, and you're going to bid on which answer you think is correct or closest to the correct answer, but not above it. Whoever is closest to the correct answer, but not above it, has the right answer. If you bid on that, you're going to get paid out whatever the amount is. But if you didn't bid on it, uh, you won't get anything. If you bid on a wrong one with some of your money, you're going to lose that money. person who got the correct answer is going to get 300 extra bucks as well. It's a great game. It's so quick. There's only seven questions. Everybody has fun when they play this. Excuse me. Everybody I've played this with has fun when they play it. So um, I think it's a game worth checking out. Wits and Wagers. Had a great time with that. Saturday night, we got over to some friend's house and we played Splendor. We actually played it twice in a row. Uh, I was not really keen on this. I've, I'm one of those people who's played Splendor, and I've played it to death. And um, I probably could care less if Splendor ever hits the table again. But they're new to the hobby, and that's one of the games that's newer in their collection. So they wanted to play it, and I said, all right. And uh, I ended up losing both games. I didn't win, uh, neither did my wife. But, heck, that's okay. They're playing it a lot right now, and they're getting really good at it and figuring out the system and how it works. 
uh, and they had a good time with it, which is something to note, you know? When you're trying to get friends into the hobby and there's these gateway games like Splendor, Ticket to Ride, and all these uh, basic ones, and there's other ones out there that are less popular that are still just as good as those, it's always good to make sure that you allow your friends to get those to the table because, remember, there was a time when you were getting into gaming too, and those are the games that you kind of started with. And so, you know, let them get those games to the table and then, you know, eventually bring out some more of your own stuff and, and, and introduce them to a wider range. Anyways, that's a little side tangent. Um, that didn't cost anything. That was free. In any case, we want to hear what you've been playing. So uh, use that voice call-in feature and stay tuned for more stuff from Kickstarter. And uh, that's it for now. Check you later. Hey guys, Jeremiah here with my What I Played segment, I guess we're calling it, I don't know. Anyway, uh, re- this weekend was pretty busy. These these few weeks that I'm in the middle of are pretty stinking busy, but uh, we did celebrate my mom's birthday on Sunday, and she likes to play games, so we played a game of Sushi Go, which is a great game for uh, folks who are a little more casual type players. Uh, also played some Dead Man's Draw, which is another excellent, very casual, mixed group game. And then my uncle actually brought over uh, LCR, the dice game, which is basically you hoping that the dice roll well enough for you to last long enough to win all the quarters. Well, you're supposed to play with tokens or chips or whatever, but everybody played with a couple bucks worth of quarters, and the winner took home like... $18. So there it is. That's what we played this weekend. Uh, We've got some more segments coming up here today, and uh, we're going to be talking about some Kickstarter things and some cool stuff coming from Theology of Games this week as well. So stay tuned, and thanks for listening to Board Games FM. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM. As promised, we are going to talk about some stuff that's on Kickstarter, things you might be interested in. Now, this one that I'm about to talk about interests me um, greatly because I've loved, uh, excuse me, I've enjoyed the last two versions of this game. And um, it, it is a reskin and it, it's a retheme of a previous game. And I'm not going to say it's totally different. I think there are games that come out with the same title that are not a retheme and not a reskin. I believe this one to be a retheme and reskin. I'm okay with it because I'm not going to buy it, but I know people who will and I'll get to play it. This is by Simon Games. This is called Zombicide, Zombicide Invaders. Okay, Zombicide was a game that came out several years back, probably like five years back now, actually. And it was just, it was a zombie game. You were on the streets of a city, and uh, zombies were taken over. They were invading from every angle of the city, and you had to find objectives to get out of the city and survive, you and your crew. And so as you're going through these these buildings and things, you're collecting new weapons and the items you need to get out and to get rid of the zombies and to get them off your back. Then a couple years later, they came out with Zombicide Black Plague. This took it to like the Middle Ages type of, and gave it that kind of era and theme. 
And so all of a sudden, when I was playing this, which, by the way, I absolutely love Black Plague, um, all of a sudden, I didn't really think I was playing a zombie game anymore. All of a sudden, I thought I was playing a fantasy game with fantasy monsters, because that's exactly what they look like. And uh, me and my crew were on the run around um, these, again, buildings and villages this time, so, so the artwork was a little bit different. The miniatures were awesome with their swords and axes and everything. Oh, it was great. I loved Zombicide Black Plague way better than the original, and um, had a blast playing that. But now Zombicide Invaders... What that one does is it goes ahead and puts it into space. I don't know why we're in space. Maybe we got away from the zombies on Earth. That's how we did it originally. In any case, whatever colony we're on uh, in, in space, whatever planet we're on in this new colony, uh, these Xenos show up or these alien zombies show up. And again, it's the same theme. You're running around your outpost and you're trying to kill as many zombies as you can while collecting objectives and meeting your campaign goal. There's 10 campaigns in this game, um, so it looks very similar to the other uh, two games that I've already mentioned. However, there are some, there are some slight differences which are cool. Uh, because it is in space, you can leave the, the uh, facility that you're inside of and you can go out onto the planet's surface where on the planet's surface, you cannot shoot your guns or use your flamethrowers because there's no oxygen. You have to make sure you have the right equipment to go outside. So it seems like the game's going to get a little bit harder if it wasn't hard enough already. And I really thought this game was pretty difficult to begin with. Um, so it sounds like it's going to be harder, but I do think that's a really cool element. The miniatures, as always, look great because Simon does a great job with that. So if you're into miniatures, then... <laughs> This is a no-brainer for you. Um, I feel like there's games that play better than this, that do the same type of thing, but the barrier of entry for this game is super easy. Grab a miniature, start doing your movements, start doing your attacks, and, and, and stay away from the zombies. It's a very, very simple game, and I feel like a lot of people can get to the table real easily with this game, and it plays a lot of people too. So I like how easy it is to play. Um, I like the simplicity. I like the theme, although Black Plague, in my opinion, that was the second version of this game, was way better. So if you've already got one of those two games and you don't need a re-theme, then this is not for you. However, if you like space and you like sci-fi, then this game and you and you want this game and you've never played a Zombicide before, this one is definitely the one for you. Now, it has a lot of miniatures in it, and it has a lot of good, cool uh, plastic components in it as well that hold your cards. So the price point on the entry level is $100. So if that seems like a heavy price, again, maybe it's not something you're interested in. But for the components that you get uh, and the gameplay that you get, if this is up your alley, then $100 should be no problem. This is something that you're really going to want to have in your collection. For me, I'm going to pass on it for now. But I think it is a really cool Kickstarter, and I know it's doing very well right now. So check out Zombicide Invader. While we're talking about Kickstarter and crowdfunding, wanted to drop in and say a quick note. This Friday, which uh, let me, I believe it's the 20th of April, if I'm correct in that. Yes, Friday, April 20th of 2018. At 9 a.m., we are launching an Indiegogo campaign because Theology of Games, which is the force behind Board Games FM, is going to Origins Game Fair. That's right. 
we've got a booth space secured and we are super, super excited about that. But uh, we need some help. We are have big plans for going there. We're going to have prizes and giveaways, hopefully some cool swag to give everybody. But we need a little bit of help in doing that. Now, there's we don't have a whole lot to offer in terms of rewards at this point in time. We're working on a couple ideas, but we are asking for nominal, small little chip-in items uh, or, or pledges from you. And we're also selling sponsorship items. Uh, I, I guess items, but opportunities for folks who are in the gaming industry. If you want to partner with us and help us get there and put on, uh, just make the best of this opportunity, we would love to be able to do that. So you can go to Indiegogo, check out our preview play page, or if you go join our Facebook group, which is Theology of Games group on Facebook, or like our page or any of our social media, we're kind of releasing information about that and, and pointing people towards that that campaign, which again, will start this Friday. So really, really excited about that. Hope you guys can help us out in any way possible, even by sharing it and spreading the word. If you can't, if you can't monetarily help us, totally cool, but a, a like and a share and letting other folks know about it helps just as much. So thanks everybody for listening and stay tuned. We've got more coming at you here on Board Games FM. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.